Hi, this is Amber. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a healer and a teacher specializing in core wound healing, sacred union work, life purpose work, and intuitive readings. So, today's podcast is on sacred union. This is such a huge topic, um, not one that can be covered in a podcast, and actually not one that is meant to be covered in such a public arena. The the truest knowings and the learnings that we ever have, I believe, are those that we have in small circle, in intimate spaces. We're not going to get those learnings in group gatherings. We're not going to get those kind of epiphany moments that last in these mass events, I believe. All of my profound learnings and understandings have come about either through my own individual connection with spirit, with a greater consciousness, or with one or two other people or in small circles. So I save the sacred union work that I do for those that I work with one-to-one or the small coaching calls that are happening now. Um, There's another one this month that's happening called Your Beloved to You and it's a group webinar and it's only open to 11 people. So uh, 10 actually now because we've just had one person sign up uh, before I even advertised it. So that's how the work kind of just people that resonate with it are called to it. So um, I won't go into huge detail in terms of sacred union, but I do want to briefly touch on it because I, it's something that is in our consciousness now, and um, and this is my take on it. So um, how I see sacred union is this is the alchemical marriage of the masculine and the feminine in us. Uh, as we come into union within, so we experience union without. This marriage is the marriage of the male and the female and of a higher consciousness. So it's a trinity, if you like, which means that when we come into union with our beloved, we are coming into union with a greater consciousness. So we're not coming into union because we're off our heads or we're drunk or we're trying to get over an ex or... um, We're just in lust or in heat, you know, we're coming together consciously to use our sexual energy as a divine force, as a healing force, as a conscious creative force. That doesn't mean that it's not an enjoyable experience, it means it's a transcendent experience because it transcends our baser desires and moves into a space of greater consciousness. And there's no way to really describe it because words can't really describe that experience of feeling at one with love and at one with the energy of the universe. And that is something that we only really experience in sacred union when we are truly aligned with our highest selves, with our God selves, with our beloved, with our hearts. Um, And it does require us to be clear channels when we step into that space. And that means clear as in not high on drugs or alcohol, um, but also clear as in emotionally clear that we don't have baggage that we're carrying because anything that is not of alignment to our highest selves, anything that isn't, uh, how can I say it, God-like, goddess-like, without the sort of religious interpretation of God, but just that interpretation being of our highest selves, anything that isn't that is just going to get in the way. So any gunk, you know, any kind of funky energy is just going to get in the way. Sacred union is so important, I feel, because 
it allows us to really be in harmonious union with ourselves and therefore with the world. What we tend to do, I feel, as humans or souls having a human experience is we seek, we search, we look to find completion in others, in a job, in money, in a house, in status. And it's never enough. It's never fulfilling enough. We find a partner, we're crazy about them in the first few weeks or months of being with them. And then 10 years down the line, we're a bit bored. And that's because we're not consciously coming into sacred union with our beloved. We're getting bored, we're seeking more, we're feeling empty again, we're seeking more. And so we're forever seeking. It's why we spend and we go on social media and we do all kinds of things. And so what sacred union is about is 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 there's no need for that seeking because everything that we are wishing to find fulfillment from is actually a symptom of the fact that we're seeking fulfillment with ourselves and with the beloved in inverted commas if you like. And the beloved meaning love, you know, feeling like the universe is our lover, feeling like the god goddess is our lover, feeling like the cosmos is our lover, feeling like as if every person that we meet is our lover, but not from that base kind of primal chakra place of, oh, every person that I meet is someone that I want to have sex with. It's more about every person that we meet, every interaction that we have is infused with love and with a sacredness so that we see the God, we see the divine in everyone that we meet. We see their frailties, we see their insecurities, we're aware of the things that trip them up and how they are possibly being less than their divine selves, but we don't judge, we just observe, we become the neutral observer. And that is all part and parcel of sacred union. So the path to sacred union then is something that I teach. I do it with my one-to-one clients and it's also something that I teach in group calls and that is, you know, how do we become an aligned version or come into alignment so we can receive this this um, connection with our beloved? How do we call our beloved to us? How do we marry the male and the female energies within us? How do we maintain that vibration? Because we can do a workshop or listen to a meditation and feel amazing. And then two days later, we're back to square one again. You know, how do we maintain that vibe and consistently maintain it? This is all the work that I teach in private. So it's not something that I would share in a podcast, but there are stages and steps to being in harmonious union with sacred union, if you like. Sacred union is something that is talked about in the ancient texts it's out there you won't find it in your modern interpretations of tantra because tantra has been so diluted over the years that it's barely the essence of tantra but the essence of tantra is sacred union it's about harmonization and union and completion within um, so in the ancient texts of, say, of um, Tantra, you will find references and uh, similarities to this idea of sacred union, as well as in um, the, uh, the Nag Hammadi or the Dead Sea Scrolls, you know, these kind of ancient texts that are easily available. They're out there. They're on Amazon. So I'm not telling you anything that you can't get your hands on if you so choose to. Um, why is sacred union important? In this day and age, I feel it well. I think it's very important if we look at where we are right now in terms of the Me Too movement um, and all the repercussions of that and where we are as a world consciousness. We are in a, you know, it's a time of shift and change. And what we need to be mindful of is that it doesn't become a battleground and that we still are able to come to a place of union within. And that requires deep work it requires deep deep work of forgiveness and acceptance and surrender and facing our own scars and facing our own demons um 
because the world that we have is a reflection of who we are, not only on a personal level, but a global level. So anything in us that is out of alignment, that hasn't been loved, that hasn't been accepted, that hasn't been released, will keep playing up in our world, you know, and we're all seeing versions of ourselves in the world the whole time. It's our inner life is reflected back at us, it bounces back, we throw it back into the world, it bounces back. And that's why we can sometimes feel stuck or trapped. And so for me, the sacred union work is about putting an end to that cycle, that sort of merry-go-round and saying, well, it starts with me. How can I come into union within? How can I come into harmonious alignment within? Because the moment I do that, my world will reflect that also. It has to. It just is that. It just is. It's a universal truth. It's a, it's a truth. And so often what we're doing is that we, we buy a program or a meditation or something and we're seeking, you know, or we think we've met the one, but we're trying to change them because they're not quite how we feel the one should be. And yet all of this stuff keeps us even further removed from ourselves, from what's going on within us, our inner landscape. So it's always about coming home to ourselves. One of the things that I have realized over the years that is so challenging is that Sometimes it's hard to be with those aspects of oneself because it hurts so much, because there's so much pain there. We don't want to go there. We'd rather go to a meditation or a healer or a workshop or a group event. We'd rather forget the pain that lies within. But it only gets reflected back to us in in relationships that are dissatisfying, work situations or finances or whatever. And it, it will play out in similar ways again and again. And it will continue to do that. And we will either go to our graves like that, believing that the world is a cruel place, or we will hit a point in our lives where we say, enough, this has to change. Everything that I've done so far hasn't worked. What is there left for me to do? Where is there left for me to go? And that's when you say the only place that there is left for me to go and tend to is my self because I can't change the world I can't change those around me a very dear friend said this to me recently and it was a very important reminder to me that even me as a healer and possibly because of my role as a healer even I can feel oh this situation you know is difficult in my life what can I do to to change it you know and then you expect the other person to change somehow miraculously they'll treat you differently or They'll, uh, they'll suddenly be aware of your needs and sometimes that, that can happen. But if we have our expectation that life will be better when the other person changes, then we're always going to be living a miserable life. All we can do is change ourselves and either the other person is going to respond or they're not, but at least we're the ones that are now back in alignment and that's what Sacred Union work is about for me. And so the reason why we do that, why do we do that, is to raise the vibe. You know, We all want to live in a world of love and kindness and peace and gentleness I don't think any of us really truly want to live in a world where we're busy slashing each other's throats I mean I think we want to live in a world of love and so how do we create that well we don't create that by being angry we don't create that by projecting we create that by putting out into the world what we wish to experience more of And that's so challenging, isn't it? Because if we're feeling angry or upset or frustrated or we're seeing injustice in the world, what we want to do is attack that injustice and bring it it into alignment, right? But we expend so much energy doing that that the only person we really hurt is ourselves. Now, anger is a, this is another, you know, another topic for another podcast, but anger is a very useful tool for change. It can motivate us. It's a fire energy. We can do a lot of good with it. 
But if we're not careful, that anger just becomes a default. Suddenly everything in the world seems rubbish, you know, everything's rubbish. And yeah, there's ways of looking at things. We can say everything is rubbish, everything isn't working, or we can start to look for the things that work. And as we give our attention to what works, we magnify the power of what does work and make it greater than what doesn't work. And this is how we change our world. It doesn't mean we ignore the injustices. It means the more we focus on them and rant and scream and shout about them, the more we give them power. What we need to do is create the very opposite of the thing that we say we don't want. And so often we don't do that. We try and change our partners or we try and we focus on what our partner is doing wrong or we focus on the fact that, oh, our love life isn't working or I never meet any decent men or I never meet any decent women. And when you're just creating that as a story, we have to focus on even that one person that you may have met six, seven, ten years ago who was your decent experience of a date or of a relationship or whatever. Focus on that rather than focus on all the others that didn't work when it comes to sacred union work but when it comes to our place in the world the same you know we can focus on the bus driver who was rude to us or we can focus on you know the the coffee shop owner who smiled at us and remember that at the end of our day and that's the thing you know imagine that tomorrow today is your last day what is it that you want to remember as you leave this planet do you really want to leave with anger and rage and disappointment and fear in your heart or do you want to leave with love in your heart um, and that's a choice. That's a choice that we make every single day. And it is exceptionally challenging. I do not say that it's easy. However, I think there are ways that we can access those ways of being. And I think the sacred union work is one of those ways that I have found to be incredibly empowering in my life. And in the lives of my clients, you know, those that resonate want to work with me are called to this work. It's because it's a deep yearning in them. And that's why the work is something that I only offer one-to-one or in very small circles. So that's a really, really, really gentle, brief introduction to sacred union work and why I think it's so important and why we're seeking it and why at this time it feels so paramount. Um, Please have a look at the website, sacredspacehealing.org, and you'll find some more information under a tab called sacred union sessions about this type of work if it calls but also there are plenty of books out there that you can start to read um you know some of them will have the truth in them and some of them won't but i mean this is part of our journey we kind of learn levels of discernment hopefully um i I always feel that when in doubt you know go to your ancient texts the ones that haven't been filtered down and diluted, but that's not to say that modern day texts as well couldn't help you. So we pick and choose, you know, it's a kind of, it's a pick and mix of life. It's a pick and mix of knowledge. Um, Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy and love and happiness. And if the work calls, please visit the website sacredspacehealing.org or send me an email, which is amber at sacredspacehealing.org. If it feels uh, like a, a resonance that feels truthful, then, then let's connect, let's work together. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.